You're listening to Fly By Night, a podcast by FedEx Pilots for FedEx Pilots. Brought to you by the FedEx Master Executive Council of the Airline Pilots Association. And now, here's your host, MEC Communications Chairman, Captain Chris Lee. My guest today is Captain Dave Chase, MEC Chairman. Thanks for coming, Dave. How are you doing, Chris? You recently put out a com to the pilots to inform them of the MEC invoking Section 5B4B of the CBA. Talk to the pilots about what that section is and what that process entails. Okay, happy to. That's similar to a grievance, but it's related to uh, lodging and rest facilities. So Section 5B is lodging and rest facilities, and when you get down to 4B, you start talking about how we address problems and concerns with layover facilities and whether or not they meet the quality and standards that we expect in the collective bargaining agreement. Clearly, the hotel in Guangzhou is not meeting that. I think the company has put out some pretty clear FCIFs on how they feel about it as well and their attempts to change the hotel. But we believe they've had enough time after we met with them through the Trip Services Committee, as the collective bargaining agreement specifies. We didn't feel like they were taking action in a timely manner. And given the extreme nature of some of the reports and the uh, difficulties in getting proper food and rest, we felt it was important to elevate to the vice president of flight ops. So we sent that letter over yesterday. And like we do anytime we grieve or send a letter over, we notified the pilots. And we've received many PDRs from pilots on this issue. I mean, they're, they're excruciating to read some of these, what some of these people are putting up with. All of us know that fly night or international, that you don't necessarily eat or sleep like on a standard schedule. It can be pretty difficult to talk about the exact conditions that professional pilots are being asked to endure to serve our customers in this way. So how does the timeline work for a letter like this? Well, I encourage all the pilots to go read the exact section of the contract, but essentially we send over the letter Um, the vice president of flight operations and the MEC chairman meet within a reasonable time period. And then after the meeting, he has 15 business days to render a response. Clearly, we don't believe that time frame matches up to the severity of the situation. I don't think people wrote this collective bargaining agreement envisioning some of the circumstances the pilots are facing right now. However, that's what the collective bargaining agreement does specify. We haven't even received an official response yet from management that they've received the letter. Well, let's talk about what we're asking the company to do. We're asking them to do precisely what they've indicated previously that they're trying to do, which is to find a suitable layover facility. In the absence of that, we're asking them to cease layovers. We've seen it earlier this year when they ceased all layovers in mainland China for a time. It's possible to operate the system that way, and it's our belief that in the absence of a suitable layover facility, there should not be a layover. We know this is a difficult time of year to be taking those kind of actions, but we don't think safety, security, and the collective bargaining agreement take a backseat to the time of year and the importance that places on our customers and our business. When do you expect to receive an answer from the company on your letter? Well, I don't know when they're going to reply that they've seen it, but we are seeing pilots submitting our pilot data reports with copies of their insight answers with acknowledgement that the layover facility is unacceptable. So we certainly expect action regardless of whether or not we receive an immediate answer. All of this seems to be happening during a really important time of the year. Absolutely. We're all FedEx pilots. We understand the importance of peak for us and our customers. But in a way, this is happening in an entirely different scenario, one we haven't seen, not just from a global pandemic perspective, But even as we've seen from corporate communications, this is peak on top of peak. Our pilots have been dealing with COVID since January. We've seen these hotel lockdown conditions, isolations, the coronavirus testing, quarantines in the field, lockdown, difficulty getting food, 
and it's not letting up. And as a matter of fact, the toll of the month-over-month layover conditions is additive. I see it in the frustration of our pilots and the difficulties they're facing. We tend to live our lives bid-pack-to-bid-pack, trip-to-trip. You review your flight, you get to your next layover. We all have our routines and the things we're used to doing. And what we're seeing now is pilots going on the road for sometimes weeks at a time and not stepping outside except for to fly an airplane. We have pilots in hotel standby whose one in seven is in the exact same hotel room they were locked down in on their hotel standby days. And these types of effects need to be mitigated. They need to be communicated by management on the types of things you can do to deal with it, how to pack for trips, what to expect, how they're going to help you. And we're not seeing any of those types of communications. We're seeing thank yous and attaboys, but we're not seeing the real acknowledgement that additional steps need to be taken to mitigate the effects of being locked in a hotel room all around the world for days and days at a time. We definitely need to move on to that. So this is an important time of year, but I'd also focus everybody on, yeah, as soon as peak's over, though, we're going to be asked to continue this in the pandemic, moving the very vaccine that we're not even sure we'll be able to take due to its emergency use authorization. But we're going to be asked to move this vaccine all over around the world in a continued peak I think it's something we need to consider that we're starting to hear things about the light at the end of the tunnel, but we're not there yet. And we have months to go. And that's why it's important the company steps up, communicates, and takes real steps to mitigate the effects of being locked in a room, eating room service for days at a time, not exercising for days at a time. And then you still have all your life back home where maybe your kids aren't going to college or they're online schooling. Your wife might have lost a job. Your husband might have lost a job. So there's real effects for our pilots. I take it very seriously. We all need to see the company say more and do more to help us with these problems. Well, thanks for coming, Dave. And thanks for listening. If you have any questions, please go to fdx.alpha.org and utilize the PDR link. As always, be safe out there and we'll see you next time.